0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings.
1: Palliative care, specialized medical care for people living with a serious illness, for babies with spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA type 1, has improved in recent decades. With greater involvement of dedicated pediatric medical teams, a new French study suggests. Researchers say, as more treatments become available, ethical questions about the appropriate level of care will need to be addressed. The study, Palliative Care in SMA Type 1, a prospective multicenter French study based on parents' reports, was published in the journal Frontiers in Pediatrics. Treatments for SMA Type 1 have only become available recently. Providing palliative care has largely been considered the most ethical option for healthcare providers in France, while in the U.S. non-invasive ventilation and feeding support have been the preferred treatment at earlier stages of the disease. Even with available therapies, patients may still require medical support that raises ethical considerations for parents and healthcare professionals about their use. Researchers in France reviewed the state of palliative care for SMA type 1 with a particular emphasis on the views of parents of affected children. Most data came from a prospective clinical trial which enrolled 37 children, 20 girls, 17 boys, median age at diagnosis was nearly three months, with SMA type 1 who received palliative care at one of 17 centers in France between 2012 and 2016. Importantly, this time frame is before the approval of the first SMA therapy, Spinraza, which was approved in Europe in 2017. The children's parents were given a health book that contained both guidance on care for SMA type 1, as well as questionnaires about the palliative care their children were receiving. They were encouraged to fill out the questionnaires at least once a month, though they could do so as often as they desired, and to solicit input from healthcare professionals. Palliative care typically involved therapies to aid breathing, oxygen therapy, to improve nutritional intake, use of a nasogastric feeding tube, to help with motor function, physical therapy, and to minimize pain, with analgesics, for example. Care given to these children was compared to that given to 43 other children with SMA who were also treated at centers in France during the same time period, data collected through the French Pediatric Neuromuscular Network. Seven of these children had been treated with Spinraza. Results showed no significant differences in patients not receiving Spinraza in the trial to those in the other group. While the number of infants on Spinraza was small, they were more likely to receive non-invasive ventilation and feeding support, but used less analgesics than children not receiving the medication. These findings were also compared to data from 222 children with SMA type 1 who received palliative care between 1989 and 2009. While the course of the disease did not change, the researchers noted an increase in use of at-home hospital settings to provide care, and in the involvement of teams of healthcare workers dedicated to providing pediatric palliative care. These changes may be attributed to changes in French law regarding end-of-life care in the mid-2000s, the scientists said. In that context, the researchers wrote, parents need to be clearly informed on the different existing options with the remaining unknowns before they consent to any treatment option, including their mandatory implication in their child's care and evaluation. Of note, Three of the study's authors were consultants or participated in the advisory boards for Biogen or received conference participation fees from the company. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge.
0: Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Runge, SMA News Today Forum's moderator and blogger. To give you an idea, I live in a little two-bedroom house with a small front and backyard. In the past, the 8th grade class had something called Day of Caring. They sent a group of students to rake the yard, wash windows, and do other various projects. Obviously, this year they won't be doing it. Since I don't want all this extra work to fall on my mom, I'm looking for alternatives. Any ideas? Fortunately, my sister and brother-in-law are still both working full time. On one hand, it's a good thing with so many people out of work right now. On the other hand, it means they don't have a lot of extra time to help me out. Not only that, but I have to keep my distance from them to limit exposure. Another option I was thinking about is turning to social media. Obviously I couldn't have a group of people gather like the painting party I had when we painted my house. Maybe I could post a job like washing windows and putting screens on to see if I get a volunteer. I'm sure they'd understand I'd be giving instructions remotely. Problem is I have multiple odd jobs. Do I put it all out there and see who'd be willing to do what? Or do I just request one job at a time? Planning would definitely be necessary as to have limited people here at one time. Next question, what do I offer for compensation? On a limited income, I can't offer much, but I'd like to give them something. Of course I'd purchase any supplies and materials needed, but that poses another problem, getting them. Ugh. Let me know if you have any creative spring cleaning solutions. Head over to the forums, smanewstoday.com forward slash forums, to let me know your thoughts. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day, everyone. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.